97.1 FM, The Drive presents the Behind the Song podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. Welcome to the 100th episode of the Behind the Song podcast. As has become tradition, this episode will have to do with David Bowie, the artist who kicked off this podcast in episode number one about his song Heroes and episode 50 which was about the song Ziggy Stardust. For episode 100, we must return to the Bowie album The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars and turn our attention to track three, a song that is the namesake of the Bowie documentary by Brett Morgan and one that holds a special place in the hearts of many a Bowie fan, Moon Age Daydream. If you like this episode, give it a like at the end and hit that subscribe button. Moon Age Daydream is fitting for Bowie as far as song titles go. He would weave in celestial themes throughout his career, starting with Space Oddity to Life on Mars to The Prettiest Star to Ziggy Stardust to Starman to Lady Stardust and on and on, ending with Black Star, the title track of his very last album. Themes of space and stars recurred throughout Bowie's career. And so it's interesting that this song, one of the oldest on the Ziggy Stardust album, was written by Bowie, not for himself to sing originally, but for his fashion designer at the time, the glamorous head turner known around London as Freddie Beretti. Just 19, when the two met at London's El Sombrero Club, Freddie Beretti was born Frederick Burrett and is the person who Bowie credits as being the co-designer of the Ziggy Stardust look. It was Freddie Beretti who designed the iconic powder blue suit that Bowie wore in the Life on Mars video, and Beretti who made the multicolored quilted jumpsuit that Bowie wore on the Top of the Pops TV show in 1972, an appearance that made headlines when Bowie draped his arm around guitarist Mick Ronson, which was perceived as scandalous at that time. Bowie, of course, was delighted. It was Freddie Beretti who helped David Bowie and his then-wife Angie shape the outrageous look that would become Ziggy. And Beretti knew what he was doing. He was a model himself. And some say the best-looking person on the scene at that time. Tall, blonde, chiseled. He worked for a Greek tailor on the King's Road in London, and he had a sort of rock star swagger, that made Bowie himself want to make him a rock star. He tried to get Beretti to sing lead on an early side project of his, the Arnold Corns, back in 1971. But there was just one little problem. Beretti couldn't sing. So Bowie moved on, released Hunky Dory that year, and quickly followed up in 1972 with the album that would make him a superstar. The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, with Beretti on hand as his fashion guru. The song itself crystallizes the entire concept of the Ziggy Stardust album. Lyrically, it comes across expressively as the id in Freudian terms, the primitive, aggressive part of the mind that operates sex drive and hidden feelings. Bowie created the lyrics using his cut-up method of taking existing texts 
and literally cutting them into pieces and then reforming the words to concoct a new way of saying something. It was a method he used often, especially in the early years, and when the words fell together for Moon Age Daydream, they scrambled up the moment on the album where the Ziggy Stardust character accepts his role as the object of affection for his adoring fans. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Mick Ronson's role in the band can't be understated. It's his guitar riff at the beginning of the song that drives home its primal feeling and really gives this celestial, almost reptilian superstar come to earth the grounding effect needed to sell the story, especially at the beginning of the song when that guitar riff kicks in. Along with the rest of the Spiders from Mars band, Trevor Boulder on bass and Woody Woodmansey on drums. The song locks in on a pure rock and roll feeling. Bombastic, raw, yet there is that otherworldly element as well. Aided along by the baritone sax and the recorder, which Bowie played, along with acoustic guitar, and the trumpet added by Boulder, and Bronson throwing in a bit of piano. Producer Ken Scott, who recorded the Ziggy album with the band at London's Trident Studios, has said that Moon Age Daydream is his favorite song on the entire affair. And Woodmancy summed it up best when he said that it was a dirty, sexy, rock and roll track from the future. And you could say that about Ziggy Stardust, of course, but you could also say it about Bowie himself, an artist who always had an eye on the future. Maybe that's why this song, the one that marks when the Ziggy character fully embraces his own desire for fame on the Ziggy Stardust album, is the one that Brett Morgan chose for the title to his documentary, or why Bowie himself chose it for the title of his book with photographer Mick Rock, who chronicled the Ziggy Stardust years with hundreds of photos of the star, both behind the scenes and on stage. And who wouldn't like to drift out in a space moon age, comfortably locked in a daydream that begins and ends with stars spiraling toward you and away, feelings rushing up and away until the last drone of the guitar fades into nothingness. Moon Age Daydream starts like this. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama papa coming for you. I'm the space invader. I'll be a rock and rollin' bitch for you. Keep your mouth shut. You're squawking like a pink monkey bird. And I'm busting up my brains for the words. There's a perfect example of the cut-up method of lyric writing, with Bowie finding a new way to say that he, as the androgynous Ziggy, is a rock and roll space case. Something coming at you from the reptile part of the brain, where rock and roll lives and breathes. And in this first verse, he's also doing a give and take with his newfound audience in the superstar come to earth concept of Ziggy Stardust. He's saying, I know what you want 
and I'm giving you all I've got. And the song continues with the chorus. Keep your electric eye on me, babe. Put your ray gun to my head. And press your space face close to mine, love. Freak out in a moon age daydream. Oh, yeah. It's the audience's electric eye that this alien needs and accepts. The ray gun of adoration and the weird closeness of star to fan. How one needs the other in order to keep the dream alive, as we see in the second verse. Don't fake it, baby. Lay the real thing on me. The church of man, love, is such a holy place to be. Make me, baby. Make me know you really care. Make me jump into the air. An alien rock star coming down to earth to find the crucial element of love, even if it's the plastic love of strangers. The church of man, in other words, in attendance, singing back the words that he wrote up to the stage. The chorus repeats and the song fades out with Bowie singing, Freak out, far out, in out, as the wail of Ronson's guitar takes over and then fades out completely. It's a song that embraces the idea of being a superstar. And that's what Bowie was. Of course, he shocked the very fans that embraced this stage of his career when he killed the Ziggy character off and fired the band on stage from the Hammersmith Odeon in London on the last night of the tour in 1973, the year after the Ziggy Stardust album was released. He came back after that with an even more plastic character, a strung-out, cracked actor he called Aladdin Sane, the title of the album he then released later that year. He would do this over and over throughout the decades, put an ending on something he created, and just as quickly start something new again with various degrees of success, always changing and always surprising up until the last when his Black Star album, his 26th, was released on January 8th of 2016, just before his death of liver cancer two days later. Hardly any of his fans even knew that he was ill, which was exactly how he wanted it. And as for Freddie Beretti, the inspiration behind Moon Age Daydream. He upped and left London in the mid-70s and said he was going to work for the fashion designer Valentino, but lost touch with his family and friends. He was seen in Israel in the late 70s, but after that it's a mystery. When it was reported that he died in Paris in 2001, his family didn't get the news until much later. But David Bowie kept many of the designs that Beretti made for him in those early years, which were a part of the David Bowie Is Worldwide Exhibition in 2013, and are now donated to the Victoria and Albert Museum in London. So the work lives on, as do the questions about what happened to Beretti in those lost years. There were two fundamental elements to David Bowie's stunning career, creativity and control. If Bowie was controlling the creative, he was controlling the narrative, and he always knew when to change along the way. He was relevant throughout his artistic life, and he remains as intriguing and relevant today in the years since his passing. There will be other films made about David Bowie, 
but Brett Morgan's Moon Age Daydream documentary is the first to be given the official blessing of the Bowie estate. His son Duncan, widow Aman, and daughter Lexi. And for an artist like Bowie, who always stood apart creatively and in terms of how prolific he was from other rock stars and even other rock icons, it makes perfect sense to go back to the song where it really all began for Ziggy Stardust. Perhaps the character closest to Bowie the man. At least as far as we mere mortals know. I'm Janda and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for the music you hear on these podcast episodes. If you like it, give it a thumbs up and hit subscribe. You can also watch the videos on the Behind the Song podcast TikTok channel. And on the way, much more classic rock and roll.